This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Besides the screen you spent most of your time staring at this week, chances are you are also captivated by a big screen video installation. From billboards to scoreboards, we inform and entertain audiences with our big screen solutions. Visit bigscreenvideo.com.au to see how BSV can bring your space to life. We've got Sats and Matty Rogers here tonight. If you want to ask the boys a question, particularly the rat, we've got him for a couple of nights. Uh, text number is 0457-736-736. Of course, uh, Matty, a dual international, a survivor of Survivor, mm. uh, and an author. <laughs> New book out today. It's yep. called A Father's Son. Yeah, yeah, it came out today. It was actually ready a year ago, but it got put back because of COVID. What Everything's made, been put back What made COVID? you write it? Um, right? <laughs> no, it just... An opportunity to sort of put my life down on on paper was an opportunity that sort of popped up after I did Survivor for the second time. Um, a, a publisher came to me and asked me if, if I'd be up for writing a book, and uh, yeah, I just I thought, oh, let's give it a run. I wanted to do it when I retired, but um, I couldn't get someone else to write it, and I didn't think I had it in me to actually write a book. So when this time came around, I think I'd matured enough, and I'd sort of had enough time to sort of put my thoughts on paper personally and uh, I feel like it was the best thing to do because you know I've been through a lot of stuff in my life mm. and to sort of put it through another filter and then put it on paper it's not really my story so having the opportunity to do it was uh, too good an opportunity to pass up and something for the kids to read later life. Now you've got a great career when it comes to sport and of course the reality TV stuff but you know you, your dad is as we said the prince of centers did you get a chance to reflect back on your relationship with him and, and yeah. did that yeah, bring a lot of time. emotions to the to yeah. The surface? I mean, it was real hard, Sats. I got to tell you, like I, I actually when I, when I got to that particular section about losing dad and going through what we went through, I actually sort of, you know, basically, I, I rang the publisher said I can't do it. You know, like I, I don't want to do this, and um, they, they actually said, okay, we'll get we'll get someone else to write that bit for you. Um, I, I took a couple of months off and then just sort of like forced myself to get back into the office and start writing again. I just. Yeah, I just thought I can't write all the book and then the most, I guess, heart-wrenching stuff and the, the, the emotion that I went through, I, I can't have someone else write about that. I'm still going to have to talk about it if someone else writes about it, so I may as well just bloody write about it. Um, it was hard because, you know, when you're writing about that stuff, you want people to understand what you're going through, so you've got to put all the emotion down on paper and and sometimes it doesn't sound right, so then you send it to the editor and then they send it back to you. Can you rewrite this? And then they send it back again. And you, you, you rewrite it half a dozen times before you get it right. Mm. And um, it, was, it was really tough. Yeah, but um, it, it helped me to understand why my dad was the way he was. It helped me to understand uh, my upbringing. And, and I won't say I hated my childhood, but I, I really struggled to come to terms with it. Um, and after writing the book, I sort of – I've sort of is that coming to terms with your dad being famous and you yeah, being an athlete or and yeah and, yeah and just our relationship and the way that he treated me and the way that he he looked at looked at the way I was trying to achieve things and the way that he yeah like everything was hard you know like did you was, find your dad as a was he a tough hard no, marker yeah, my father yeah. was the same brutal yeah brutal mm. and um yeah it wasn't you know I mean look I, I mean there are a lot there are a lot of people out there that had it harder than me growing up but 
um, you know, trying to achieve what I was trying to achieve and emulate him, you know, you'd think you'd get the whole the pat on the back and I'm proud of you, but it just never came. So, mm. Was it, was, was it, Matty, was that because you talked about the Wallabies thing early and, and we laughed about that and he said, oh, you know, Jesus, like watching paint dry. Um, and you just beat the All Blacks in the Blenders Lane yeah. and you scored the winning try. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was there a moment he came to you and just said, I'm proud of you, mate? No. no really? No, there wasn't. No. No. And, wow. and, and I think I, looking back, I, I, I know he was and, and, from, from what I know now, after writing the book and speaking to his friend and speaking to other family members, he would gloat to them, but never to me. Yeah, right. You know, so I know it was there and, and you know, look, it'd be nice for him to be here now to, for him to say that or, or for me to say to him to thank him because he, he turned me into a competitor, you know, mm. like there was nothing given in our house, uh, no, no, nothing. Like he, we would compete at everything and I remember going to mum and, 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 and complaining about me, dad not letting me ever beat him. <laughs> And, uh, thinking, you know, she, she went and spoke to dad and she goes, Stephen, you've got to let you know, the kids win sometimes. Then the next time we played, he gave it to me. Like, he's like, mate, you want to go and win to your mum about not, not winning? He wow. goes, you want me to give it to you? You want me to just hand you victory? I'm like, mate, you're not going to get anything in this world. Was it the same for Donnie, your brother? Yeah, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. And, um, yeah, and, and you know, the hard thing, I guess, for like, he was like that. He was a competitor. And like, when you're a kid you know, playing handball against your dad or, you know, doing anything against your dad. And your dad's probably one of the, the greatest athletes in the country. <laughs> it's pretty hard to notch up a victory. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know? yeah. When I, when I actually got to the point where I could beat him in golf, he stopped playing me. So oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> he was pretty, he was, in, he was as competitive as I am, you know? So, um, but I'm, I'm grateful for it now. You yeah, know? yeah. Looking, like as you get older, you realize what he was doing. He was creating a hunger inside me and, but when you're young, you don't see that. You just no. think, well, let me win. You know, yeah. you sort of go Gee, crying to mum. How would he feel nowadays that we're not allowed to keep score in, in or, sport? Or play for grand finals before you're th- under 13. Oh, yeah. mate. Well, well you yeah. know, when, when, when Max, when Jack, my 26-year-old, started playing, he was alive and he came to the games and and they didn't keep score. He was like playing under sixes. And and um, <laughs> I remember Dad saying to Jack one day, I mean, who won? And he goes, ah. Oh, I don't know. It doesn't matter. And he goes, yeah, it does. <laughs> he goes, if they don't, it's, that's why there's points, tries and goals. And um, I, I'm, I'm like, I, I'm not happy about that. I mean, I don't know how you guys are. I are hate it. I mean, I'm thinking like, but you, it's not about winning. It's about learning how to lose as well. Absolutely. It's about everything. It's about, you know, working with a team and fighting for something. It, it teaches our kids so much and we're taking that away from our kids. It's like, I don't know. I'm sure someone's sitting in a, the psychology room somewhere with a heap of other psychologists and they've thought this will be better. I think, I think the nature of that schoolyard, everybody gets a, a, a prize. I think, I think all our, to- our major sports suffer because of it. I think nowadays we've got this top tier of elite athletes and the under, and, and we've got no depth anymore because we don't have that, that fight, mm. um, in every kid that competes. I mean, you leave school, you're fighting for a job, yep. you're fighting for a position at, university you're fighting for your life basically you know, backs, yeah. everyday life i mm. mean I, I just I, I i don't agree with it I, I mean i'm sure there'll be someone out there all going no you're wrong but no i, I don't know anyone in our demo i think it's trying to gr- silence a lot of the parents you know we see the competitive yeah. parents that live vicariously yeah. through the children i think it's a, which is wrong right it's a bit of a well it's a, it's a wrong on the parents behalf a- absolutely but i think it's a lot of the time is to, to try and have a shot at them to try and control control that supposed I don't know, verbal pressure that, that young kids are put under. 
Thanks for listening to the podcast. And don't forget, you can listen to Sports Day every day from Monday to Thursday, 6 p.m. or 5 p.m. Queensland time. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.